0: You are now listening to. Well, well, <laughs> I'm feeling like, Oh my God! Did she just murder him? <laughs> oh no, it's perfect. Masanjee. <laughs> yes, Masanjee. Oh, poor man. Ladies, serial killers are the best. Well, she's never going to get that stain out. Nothing says it's over like running over your ex. It had to be a woman. It had to have been a woman. Are you wearing it? How big were her breasts? <laughs>
1: All right, so I guess I'll go to my next musing because you seem short on musings this week, but I am not. Will Eve talk to Kenny aloud like the advice he gave her about Bill in episode five of season one?
0: I feel like she may call his phone maybe to hear his voice. Hopefully not too often. This is
1: literally a a yes or no question, sir. (laughs) Because I feel like you
0: already said something about leaving voicemails.
1: I'm specifically referencing... Episode, is it episode five or episode four of season one, where it's after it opens with Bill's funeral? funeral? Yeah, and Eve's killer. saying she wants to kill her with the bare hands. And then she goes into the office, she sees Kenny, and Kenny gives her some anecdotal advice about what helped him with death. He says, Talking aloud. Will that come back around? Specifically, that in the same way that the toilet paper, also from season one, has made its way back around into season three in the text message.
0: Uh, I think. That would it would have to near the end of the episode if it does come around for episode two, only because there's so much non clarity and non zen for Eve that it 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 would be hard to cut through to get to that to wherever that emotion like where it would let her get there. So it is possible. I'm not gonna like discount it, but there needs to be work to get there.
1: Yeah, I disagree. I don't I don't know why there would be work. But I'm only framing that off of my experience with actual death. And so I don't know that you need to get somewhere to scream aloud to a person that's no longer in this realm something. And so I don't know why necessarily Eve would have to get to a point of expressing something to Kenny versus just speaking aloud when she's alone to him and that being a reference. So I don't think she has to get anywhere I'm more so curious about whether or not the writers will do that since Susan has already given hints that she's trying to go back and forth and create some cyclical things with what's happened in season one that I will just say yes for now. I know Kenny's going to come back. Maybe he will be hallucination for Eve. We really don't know. Or maybe it will be a relevant flashback. But I, I'm i going to say yes because I think it would be nice to see Eve vent her frustrations about Kenny to the vending machine or wherever she could be in her apartment where she just says something loud into the ether because it is therapeutic instead of just keeping it silently to yourself
0: oh man do you feel like that's gonna be like a really big no it doesn't have to be it just has
1: to be one or two throwaway
0: lines okay
1: like it doesn't have to be a big thing and it doesn't have to be explained it would just be something eve is doing in a moment and it's obvious that she's talking to kenny so something can happen you can look up into the air you can say a line it's like That's how you talk to the dead. You just do it. It doesn't take preparation. You're just like, hey, deceased person, I miss you. Or, oh my God, did you see that? Or if you were here, you would totally laugh at this. So I don't know. I think there will definitely, potentially, maybe be something related to that to make us feel bad about Kenny being dead, which we will probably feel bad all season about that. Well, at least until we get our kiss, we'll feel less bad.
0: I was about to get into, we definitely, at this point, it's cost us too much to not get a kiss this season it's cost us too much has it cost us i mean it's cost me
1: my patience but um, (laughs) it's not cost me story yet i'm not there like some listeners were like oh i feel like i've been denied story development no because the way i want dark eve to rise like i would have had fun in alaska as i will always say because how could i not have fun but at the same time the eve that I want with Villanelle is not the eve that currently exists so I'm I've got all my my cloud makeup contour on hoping that that eve emerges in season three because that's the version of you I want Villanelle not the versions I've seen in season one or two like it just would have been a, a sapphic smash would have been fun but for realistic plot development I'm like no 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 I need them to be on the same murder page and hopefully hopefully we are getting there hashtag dark Ave rising uh
0: i'm just scanning over everything that i have but it looks like no ultimately all of everything in this field i've i've covered with uh the only exception being this uh constantine thing but i don't want to bring up constantine if you had a muse
1: my Constantine muse was ultimately connected to what's happening at the funeral, which is the fact that Constantine is obviously back in the 12th. And it's, it's curious. That he's back in the 12 because he is in London and he's being emo and he's away from his family yet again and much to Irina's chagrin. And why can't Constantine leave the gang? Because he loves it. And it's only going to lead him into a body bag. Obviously, because the 12 wanted him dead, he dropped a dime to MI6 and to Carolyn on the 12th in order to not die when Villanelle had the hit taken out on him and to save his family. And he ends up triple crossing the twelve again because he's aware of what Carolyn wants to do, which is get this idea of the weapon, but fuck Peel anyway. The twelve definitely wanted Peel and or the weapon. And so Constantine has worked with MI6 and with Carolyn to fuck them entirely for the past season and a half. And so if Constantine is back with the 12th, back enough to know where Villanelle's at or what's going on, then how does that happen? How does the 12 get him back into the fold in a way that they can trust his bitch ass when he was dropping a dime on Carolyn? Therefore, back to my theory, that he was told to help orchestrate or help out in Kenny's death because how else do you prove that you are no longer the bitch of your MI6 booty call unless you completely betray her by doing something like this, of which you can never return? And certainly, Constantine can never return if he were to ever admit to Carolyn in the light of day that he had something to do with it.
0: Can you imagine? Life is a series of trade-offs, Carolyn. <laughs> I mean, he would, he would be right.
1: He would be right. That's what I said about the whole I'm careful that that will come back around because that was he had a level of energy for Carolyn that was like, wow, that's a lot of hubris. And Carolyn was like, it's justified. But as we see now, justified or not, it's not played out to what she would want and so there's stuff that can be done there so that was my mini Constantine muse is that he is super shady and that his recommitment to the 12 had to have led to another double crossing or triple crossing that involves Carolyn and leads to his death because you can only triple cross and be in the hustle for so long before the game gets you just like an old fucking mafia film and so I just don't I don't see Constantine making it out this season because he had his opportunity he had it one time and Villanelle nearly got him and he got away. Then he was like, oh, I'm here with you, Carolyn. I get away and you're back at the game. You're back in the game. You're back with the 12. So you want this. You want the drama. You want to die because you had a moment with Carolyn to extricate yourself from the 12. Go work as a plumber. Go do something. Teach kids how to box. I don't fucking know. But don't be at the 12. Because I feel like the 12 is going to be like, oh, you, you, want, you want to eat at the table? You want to eat at the table? Well, here's what we need you to do, actually. And so that really just, that Constantine muse just feeds into my overall theories that he is deeply connected to Kenny's death and it will come back and bite him in the ass.
0: I wonder how they'll uh, alternative fact the setup of Constantine's involvement. Like, will they say that as soon as he got his family from mi6
1: no but think about it if kenny quits mi6 because of eve which makes sense eve was his only friend left elena is gone somewhere to another another realm and then he deals with the guilt he deals with whatever and is like how do i try to get justice which i feel is necessary like eve did in a moment but not with my mom who i'm just pissed at here's the journalism and so realistically, Constantine, what I'm suggesting about Constantine is that it, it, it doesn't matter. You, if you can't take the player out the game. Just think about any mafia film you've seen, any hood film, anything that's about a fucking criminal, someone who loves the grind, someone who loves the murder game. Is that like good fellas, you can't get out. And so Constantine has played pretend like he wants to be out. But every fucking season he's back in the game because he likes the spy game. But much like the game gets people killed, it's going to get Constantine killed. As I'm saying, he doesn't have to have a catalyst except for his own self, his restlessness, his boredness, the things about him that make him similar enough to Villanelle for them to get along. That says, I don't want this mundane life over here with Anina and my wife. I want to be over here making things happen and having fun and being in on the secrets and stuff. And if he didn't want that, there's literally a... Million other jobs for Constantine. There's a million True. other things for him to do to make money, and I'm sure he has money fucking saved up. Fucking do some investments. And so, no, he loves the game. He loves the drama. He loves the bullshit. And I hope someone calls him on that shit because literally there's no reason for Constantine to be back showing up in Villanelle's loft to be like, hey, hey, I'm back. Like, no, usually narratively, when people are addicted like that to the grind and they don't take their opportunity to jump out they gone. Had he stayed away and someone had to drag his ass back in, I would say maybe Constantine has a chance to survive because he wants to live. But he has pulled himself back into the 12. So, no. And that's why his wife left him. Clearly. Y'all
0: heard it here.
1: That's my hot take. Until it gets taken away from me. In my clown makeup. Mmm. Ooh! Woo! I got two good musings left. I'll tell you. Guys, send me fan mail for my <laughs> deep musings this episode. Alright. Well... These last two musings are about our girls. I suppose that's why I left them for last, because they're important. Let me do this one first. Ooh, that's a juicy one. So, Eve Scar. Eve Scar. As I'm sure you guys saw in the last episode, some curious things were revealed when Sandra O is putting on her shirt. And that is that she has a scar on her back on the left side that looks like it's about three to four inches in length, which would indicate perhaps surgery. And so interesting ideas here. What is the significance of the scar on Eve's back? Have they changed the location of where she was shot? No longer to her abdomen, to where we see the scar? Because if that's the case, that means that Villanelle aimed to shoot Eve in the heart! Which is interesting because that is that is different. It is still sentimental but it is different than what people were supposing with the waist stab and sort of like having twinsy scars. If Villanelle shot to shooter in the heart that's well number one we can tell the villanelle's a bad shot she's emotional because she has now aimed two times for the heart and missed on killing the person with Constantine and Eve because neither of those motherfuckers died and well Constantine recovered in three days so that wasn't a good shot at all I suppose there's that option Eve getting shot in the heart or the alternate scientific version and that could be that the bullet moved a bullet entered in her back and moved around and they had to do surgery where that was to extricate the bullet from her body which is plausible, but I just don't know if that is happening. But, well, before I continue, I'll let you give your answer on that.
0: Um, we don't, they, they were careful not to show us any other scars on eve of note aside from.
1: So you're saying there's no scars elsewhere because they were uh, careful not to show us that? Or are you well, saying there could be scars? We got her scars?
0: upper back, we didn't get her lower back. I know she's a little woman, I know this, but I'm saying we didn't get you know, shoulder blade to waist her back.
1: That's true. I think it would be very unlikely to have two scars on the back. Like it could happen, but at the angle, it doesn't make sense. Unless, I don't know, the bullet ricocheted off a rib for the bullet to enter the back and end up here. It's just very unlikely. Like there's organs in between.
0: No. And, and so, yeah. so Eve yeah. would have
1: died if the bullet traveled probably that distance. So what are you saying? You're holding out for other scars? Like what was the answer? I here?
0: mean, yes, because as much as her back could be like entry exit wound for the bullet, it could also just be a, a different piece or a different sort of surgery that Eve needed depending on whatever condition she was found in where they had to find maybe there was a bleed and they couldn't stop the bleed from wherever they cut open Do the first the time. well who
1: knows I'm just saying think about where your arteries are sir <laughs>
0: I'm thinking of killing Eve. science. That's, that's But, why that's,
1: but that's, that would mean they would ask no questions. They wouldn't be asking several <laughs> questions to then not answer correctly. I just don't think they asked the questions at all. Like they weren't like, let's consult a, a doctor about how bullets oh, right, travel right. in the body. So I just don't think they did it. I just think they moved it. I think at the time they were like, let's put it in this general area because this makes sense. And then they got into the writer's room with Suzanne and she was like, I like this potential option of her being shot in the heart. And Sandra, oh, she implied that they would move the blood stain if they needed to. And so I just don't know why they would be like, here's this reveal of a scar on her back. And oh, here's this other one on her <laughs> waist. No, I just, they could. But again, I it doesn't make
0: I sense. I mean, I'll hold only because it, like anything is possible still.
1: I mean, I suppose it is, but is it? <laughs> Suzanne is locking some shit in. Some things are no longer possible. For instance, Kenny and Elena getting back together. So you can't say that.
0: I was hoping that Kenny would be like, are you feeling all right? What's, what's with this? Uh, like we get them both with the cups of tea. Like, it would have been better to have to watch Eve try to get to it so that he could comment on this range of motion issue that she has, which would then lead mm-hmm. into his apology for how he was involved with all of the things where we get to the buried line because that's very British. Like, we don't get exposition really with Eve that is not purely visual. Like, she's not she's not in therapy talking to a therapist about her recovery. She's she wouldn't be in therapy. She right. wouldn't
1: be in therapy. Well. She's not
0: <laughs> No, she wouldn't. <laughs> Eve wouldn't go to therapy. <laughs>
1: Especially where she's like, let me suffer. Therapy's for people who want to stop suffering.
0: So, right. Everything that we perceive from Eve is just, again, from... It's all visual. It's not... It's no dialogue. So, it's... They could be just more visual things to take note of in episode two that'll give us more information as to what is going on. Because we... The way they're telling it, unless they're telling us this is literally all we need to know. I mean, then I guess that's fine. But you mean about the scar? Uh, no, just about how she's doing. You mean like physically? Physically, yeah. All
1: right. So let me just understand your final answer is there are there's more than one scar or there isn't more right?
0: Than one scar? There's the there's the possibility of there being a second one because we haven't seen her whole back. They haven't shown us that yet, and that's the only way we're getting. A recovery well, exposition i see on that terence
1: is on sci-fi science where humans can have four hearts in different locations for lungs and livers and kidneys because he thinks the bullet can travel from the right side of the lower abdomen at the angle villanelle shot to the left upper side of her back and i just say to you friends unless we out here bending bullets like angelina jolie and that motherfucking movie, whatever that was called, when she was bending bullets, it doesn't happen. Do not listen to Terrence. That is, that is wrong information. I know Killing Eve science is fake science, but Villanelle was standing, she was standing straight. She was standing straight, Terrence. Talking about, Maybe the bullet traveled, like, making my way downtown, Eve's organs. So that's my answer. Terrence thinks there could be more scars. I think they have changed the location. I think that they just did it like a soap opera. They're like, we're just doing it. Well,
0: it's killing you, science. They'll, they'll not tell us or they'll tell us. We'll, we'll see what they understand. I think they're
1: going to tell us with Eve exposition. She's already said she almost died. And this would actually, with a piece of science, explain why she was in the ICU so long where Constantine was not. If you get shot and you miss all the vital arteries and organs... I mean, you won't recover in a day, but it's easier to recover, especially if it passed through you. If Eve was shot near the heart and it nicked an artery or it did other stuff that would have caused more drama and stuff, then there you go. And you can explain that by saying she was shot in her chest, which for Villanelle, I think it's on brand. And so I have a new thing that I will be playing until I figure out exactly what it is. I don't know if you guys can guess, but I'm, I'm about to do it. Shut up!
0: Oh my god. <laughs> you, you give love, love a bad
1: name. Okay,
0: I don't know how many of you
1: motherfuckers <laughs> know this goddamn ba- Bon Jovi song. It's vintage, but it works. I'm not going <laughs> to. Is what you sell? You is Villanelle. And put me through hell. Chains of love got a hold on me. When passion's a prison, you can't break free. Oh, you're a loaded gun. Yeah, there's no way. To
0: <laughs>
1: so um <laughs>
0: shot through the damn heart y'all
1: need to know that when this epiphany came to me that villanelle and her petty ass were her little bitty gun and she still wasn't effective shot eve through the heart or attempted to i i did sing that i, I sang it at the top of of my lungs in my apartment <laughs> And I, I was like, I gotta play it for the listeners. But yeah, so that's where I'm at. That's on. That's the latest addition to the Candice Villeneuve playlist. That is always growing about what's happening. And that is, um, that's Villanelle. That literally is her head song. That's what she was thinking at the time. Besides the other songs, I like that. But that 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 like all that was in her head at the time. Because <laughs> you know, Villanelle is immature. She is petty and childish. So she is a great assassin and all that. But she's also all those things. If we were back in season two, living through the, the radio dedications, I would want Villanelle to dedicate that to Eve in the ICU. This goes out to Eve. She's recovering in the ICU wherever you are, boo. Shot, Shot through, through the heart <laughs> and you're to blame. <laughs> because that's some Villanelle shit. You know when someone shoots you, they're like, look what you made me do. That's Villanelle. Look what you made me do, Eve. You made me shoot you, Eve. But considering the massive rejection that Villanelle had to suffer and the fact that this bitch has literally never been rejected like that before and since I know she hasn't like the meme I retweeted What was it earlier today where someone did the gossip girl meme, but it was like Maria and they were like Villanelle or Maria when Villanelle asked her to marry. (laughs) She was like, see girl. (laughs) Ridiculous. Um, But yes, my final musing here has to do with evidence. And I've mentioned this before a, a preponderance of evidence from the photos and screen caps of the trailers That show bruises, bruises upon thine face of Eve, pilastry and upon thine face and body of Villanelle. And I currently am of the thought that they have a violent confrontation. And so I'm here to muse for a short bit on my new epiphanies or clown makeup contour about what this could be, where it could happen and what episode. So I'll let you go first since you didn't know about this muse, but you can take a guess if you have one. Will Eve and Villanelle scrap? And if so, what episode? How does Six. it start? 6. 6. Wow. Okay. How does it Okay. <laughs> how does it
0: start? <laughs> uh, I think it's going to be just a build up of frustration of her just being back in this life that she doesn't want to be in according to how she'll speak out loud, I guess. i talking my Villanelle. No, to how Eve will speak. I oh. think Eve is going to be the same way how Villanelle lunged at Dasha. Eve's going to lunge at Villanelle. I don't know if I can think of a setting right away. That's part the point of, of the me- muse.
1: You got to pick one. You got to pick someplace. Some place you've seen I'll in the pick trailer. the dance floor. Whatever. I. This is why we can't ever take no pilastri. There is serious, you guys. What the fuck? The dance floor. Fine. Is that your final answer? I'm not even going to argue it. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, I am feeling a bit more optimistic than you are about when that fight will go down. My current guess is episode three. And the reason why I say episode three is for a number of reasons. Number one is because every last review indicates that Eve and Villanelle will meet up early in the series and then not see each other four episodes. We also know that the last episode that any reviewer received would have been episode five. So taking that into account, Villanelle and Eve do not meet in episode five. We know that's Villanelle's flashback episode, her story family episode, so it's not episode five. I don't believe it to be episode four at this time with the current trajectory, especially with the release scene of Constantine seeing Villanelle and telling her, so now my new trajectory is episode three following the Management Sucks episode. And the reason why I've changed my scenario is because, as I said last time we were looking at the trailers, most of the time they give us teasers. They spread the scenes out from the first six episodes, perhaps, and even with maybe a spotted scene here from whatever the last episode is. But the majority of the clips are actually from the much earlier episodes, like episodes one to three. And so I'm wondering if the aggression towards Carolyn... And whatever this situation is that happens between Eve and Villanelle, that then leaves them apart again until they're back together again, presumably at the end of the season, perhaps for episodes seven and eight. It's like, well, okay. And also, if you look at Eve's bruises and where they happen and parts in the trailer where we see her, where she has her hair up and it looks like she's going to see the people of the bitter pill. And it's like, well, if Eve has a bruise on her eye. And she's at the people to see the Brita Pill. Maybe she has an altercation with Eve prior to that happening. Mm. And so we also know that Villanelle has a pop on the eye from the release pictures of when she kidnaps Carolyn. And that's happening in the street. Oh, I also forgot to mention that in this frame, Eve has a bloody nose. Like her hair looks a little messy. She looks like someone hit her in the eye. looks like she... Definitely got hit in the nose and Villanova got hit in the eye. And so it looks to me like a fight. Both people get hit in the eyeballs and it's not fun. Then you add a couple statements from various reviews that are out there. And let me highlight one where, quote, Villanelle also becomes aware Eve remains alive, which sets her on a new course for revenge. She shot Eve last season after all because she wouldn't run away with her. So Villanelle has a spurned lover's heart at the moment. Per the nature of this show, she records a threatening message for Eve in a teddy bear, then finds her on a London bus where they trade blows and head butts before separating to prepare for another showdown. So it looks like. It looks like all of my musing and curiosities are leading down the way of truth. That Villanelle and Eve will collide literally physically. They will have a tussle, which I was screaming for in the last snack. I was saying, please give us a tussle. Please give us the enemies to lovers trope rolling around. But there's also sapphic energy. And I think you guys, I think you guys, a pew, 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 I think we will be getting it because that review literally says that. And you know, if you read all the reviews and you read the different sections, they actually give you a whole lot of the stuff. And there was also another description in an article that described Eve and Villanelle as having an addictive yearning, and after months of being starved of each other, their collision is volatile and carnal and shocking for them both. And so, for that me, for me, that means violence, absolutely, with the bruises. Violence. I hope that, and this is this is my 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 hope for hashtag Dark Eve Rising. That this is Eve's shining moment. That, like you suggested, she is the one to attack first, aggressing, like hitting first, like being the one to charge out and then end up rolling on the floor and potentially. People are like, hey, what's going on? Because if it's a bus, <laughs> people are concerned. And I would like for Villanelle to be surprised as fuck. I would like for her to, well, one, she's surprised she sees Eve, but also surprised that Eve has that energy that was like that gif I laughed about from the wrestler. We get a pile drive, just pile drive the woman and just stare at her. <laughs> that That's Eve, that Eve will see her. And actually this ties back into another thing that I have, which is really, I'll mention it now, it goes back to the whole Kenny situation and how Eve can be involved, is that... In one of the previews, Carolyn is saying to Eve that Villanelle is back. And just prior, she says, like, you know, she hasn't been active for this whole time. In fact, we thought she might have been dead. And so what that says to me, potentially, is that Carolyn may piece Villanelle and the 12 together for Kenny's death for the simple fact that Villanelle just happens to be going active at the time that Kenny is murdered. If If she makes that connection, whether incorrect or not, especially if she's led to help believe it from Constantine, and then she relays that to Eve in some kind of way, in episode two, that would further embolden Eve's actions against Villanelle in episode three, if that's when it happens, because Eve is going to be upset that that Kenny's dead. She's going to be upset that why was Villanelle inactive? And suddenly she's active now when Kenny's dead and it's just going to seem weird. Potentially, this is how, again, Constantine goes down is that he's out here spinning lies. He's spinning lies to Carolyn. He's spinning lies to Villanelle. He's spinning lies to Eve. And then at one point, everyone's like, oh, but you were the one that handed the envelope, Constantine. He's like, oh, uh, oh, hey, Girls, 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 girls. I I don't make any of the decisions. I don't make any of the decisions. They just give me the envelope and I do what I'm told because that's how he tried to get out of it with Villanelle. Oh, I I, I didn't really know. It wasn't my fault. And Villanelle was like, oh, it never is. It never is. You never mean to be the shitty fucking duplicitous person you are. And yet somehow you're always that way. And so I don't know. But you guys, I said all this to say that I think there will be a sapphic session of fisticuffs in episode three. And I cannot... Wait, prepared for the opening intro to that episode if and when it goes down to be 15 minutes of Candace screaming. Because
0: especially if Eve gets the first hit,
1: (laughs) especially if Eve gets that first hit. and However, Jody plays that first hit. I'm going to love it. I'm going to love it. She's
0: connected. That that is going to be a connected. uh,
1: Oh, well, obviously she's connected because they both bruised. That's the point. That's the point. Both actors are bruised up. What I need is for Eve to connect first, because every single time Eve sees Villanelle, she's either frozen or she runs. And so if in this time, like I want for my Dark Eve Rising, that Villanelle is stuck and frozen for a second because she's like, oh shit, Eve, because maybe she's trying to get to Carolyn because of some shit Dasha's saying because her and Constantine are on some fuck shit. And what they're trying to do, that Eve is the one that immediately, the immediate vision of villanelle is one of rage but also i gotta get close to you right now and perhaps this closeness will result in violence but you kind of like that and i like it too so it's fucking fine it's on brand but i just want eve to explode first and and for villanelle to be the one to get away where she's like i gotta get out of here because i don't i'm on a mission i have a job to do i did not expect to run into you eve palastri on this bus i don't know why i took the bus should took an uber should have known you were over here or maybe she's looking for you deliberately i don't know and if that's the case
0: villanelle (laughs) i mean it's hard for me to purposefully put villanelle on a bus unless she knows or that's her way to get to something really specific that's what i
1: mean i think villanelle's on her way to a job like i think whatever constantine says in episode two obviously sends villanelle to london whether it's just to fuck with Eve, to be like, here's this teddy bear, Eve. Oh, I'm a lover scorned. And sure, surely she is a lover scorned because she was rejected like a motherfucker. Like she was rejected so fucking hard. She's not over it. So she's like, wait a minute, Eve, you're alive. And you didn't, you didn't come look for me. You didn't, oh, so you're just out there living life. You're just... Living life. Is that what you're doing? Great. So I think Villanelle will have her angst because she's not over being rejected and clearly because she was lying at her reception. I'm so happy my my girlfriend's dead. Okay, girl. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. We believe you, Villanelle. She's full of shit. She's full of shit. And so I don't know. I think potentially Dasha sends her on a mission via the 12 because, again, the 12 is aware what happened to Kenny. The 12 orchestrated what happened to Kenny. Whether or not Constantine is involved, we don't know. So that being said, Dasha has a piece of the information. Dasha has a piece to be like, oh, Villanelle, go over here. If Dasha doesn't mention Eve, it doesn't fucking matter. Dasha can just be like, you have to go deal with this over here, and that's where you're going to be. But we know, but the 12 and their fuck shit, that they're actually planning some massive manipulation that potentially is exposed. And if I'm lucky, Eve and Villanelle turn against everybody and... Get together to be like, oh, everyone's trying to fuck us over. So let's just go on the run and kill 12 members on the way, which is my fantasy season.
0: That could be all of series four. I mean, it really could. It really could.
1: But yeah, that was the last of my musing was I believe Dark Eve will be rising even faster like a phoenix in episode three. And putting in my hopes and bets now that Eve is the initial aggressor and leaves a rather shocking impression on Villanelle that leads to her immediate reobsession with Eve and potentially why she aggresses towards Nico in perhaps episode four. If I had to imagine, if Eve and if Villanelle see each other in episode three, Villanelle is going to see Nico in episode four because <laughs> if Eve gets a wallop and a hit, and she does, we know she does, because first of all, it's Eve. And Eve Pilastri does have that energy. But also, how great will it be for someone else to lay hands upon Villanelle that's not Dasha? And successfully, successfully, because we remember Eve with the knife. Right. She got nothing. She literally was it like, she, <laughs> Eve, don't, don't. <laughs> and <laughs> he was like, I'm going to do it. And in two seconds, she's hemmed up on a fridge. And so if we could get some progress from Eve being hemmed up on a fridge or being frozen, like, oh, my God, what am I doing? You're too close to me. Oh, my God. Like, should I frisk you? To, oh, bitch, I'm coming right for you. Like, that would be Amazing because I think Villanelle would be very surprised because, again, Villanelle has never seen that version of Eve. She doesn't know what that version of Eve looks like. And I'm sure to fire in the eye, she'll probably get turned on and be like, wait a minute, I could die though. So let me just, (laughs)
0: let me just,
1: I have a job to do. Matter of fact, let me go get Carolyn because. Oh, that's another thing, too. If Eve thinks that Villanelle has something to do with Kenny, and in that exchange, Eve, I know they don't exchange many words from their views but if she says something and it, it has something to do with Kenny, it could lead Villanelle down the road of, why is Eve this pissed at me? Like, yeah, I shot her. But surely something else has to be bothering her than just me shooting her, which, of course, would be the Kenny. And then maybe tracing it back to Constantine and his fuck shit.
0: Villanelle, if you frame it that way, Villanelle may be the first one on screen to ask, well... I, then I would have to suspend belief that no one will ask in episode two if he was involved because he's already. I want, uh, well, she'll be one of many to ask Constantine if he was involved with Kenny's death. I wanted her to be the first, but I can't suspend that belief. And he will lie. I expect right. him to
1: lie the way right. Constantine always lies, like when he lied to Eve in the car. He was just lying through his fucking teeth. And so this is what I expect of Constantine: that we can't trust him. We can't ever trust him and I really just don't see how he could get back into the 12 and have a job have job security where they don't just murk him unless he has proven to them that he is trustworthy again. And I feel like that happened on Carolyn Boy's back. And I just I'm sad. Well, but that's my last musing on that. It was on the fight on Dark Eve Rising. And to let y'all know that a Villanelle scrap, a Villanelle boxing match, a Villanelle tussle seems to be on the horizon as well as a Villanelle kiss. So it looks like trusting in Suzanne what? Heatcoat might be working out for us Villanelle fans this season. I don't know, but it looks like it. So far, so far, so far, so far, right. so, far so far. Let me not Get too ahead of myself.
0: I'm sad that we're losing Kenny, and I hope that we don't lose Adina. But look at the fucking get Adina out the paint. And I know <laughs> I love Adina.
1: I know I love Adina. But if Constantine had anything to do with Kenny's death, Adina has to suffer via proxy because of her father.
0: Well, what what about the in ten years? If you still feel sore about it, I'll be waiting. What about oh, I that, still dream? Like that I still oh, like oh, that okay. dream. All I'm right. just saying
1: she has to suffer. In that dream, she suffers. In well, that dream, well, yeah. she sees her father murdered. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just saying that Edina has to suffer. She can't come back to just live her best life. She has to come back to see tragedy. And hopefully it's her daddy tragedy. We could be so lucky.
0: And if it happens in London, the city she hates. Oh,
1: wow. More than likely. So I'll just have another reason to hate London. Just another reason.
0: All right. Well, that looks like that gets us over to Spotted on Twitter Tumblr. Oh, all right. Um... You guys see this? Wait. I'm is gonna that Twitter? Tumblr? What is it? You. Send it. I'm Immediately. Right now. All right. right, right. So all the things. All right. Uh, the first spotted on Twitter Tumblr is... All of these names are going to sound the same. This is from Killing Eves. And then she has a video mashup. Where it's flashes and it's different scenes from Ivana being each other. You showed me that. It's it's to the tune of Leona Lewis's "Bleeding Love." (laughs) Oh my gosh! Right, you did show me that. You did show me that. Which is, I mean, it's darling. It's cute. It's it's dark. It's funny. It was amazing. I loved it. I like it. Creds at McCords on IG. So I just wanted to give the credit that. The poster gave just to make sure that the original person who I guess uh, conceptualized the tweet I saw gets their
1: credit. <laughs> Conceptualize the tweet. All right, guys. So, um, as I mentioned in the recap, we did a poll. We did a poll because there are questions that need answers. Among oh, them, yeah. Among them, will Maria. Maria with... The music in her hips that don't lie, currently Villanelle's TBD, we don't know. Will she be seen again? Have we seen the last of Maria? I hope not because how am I supposed to get my sex scene with Eve's face if we never see Maria again? So we put out the call to you guys online and what was funny is there was a moment where we were literally 50-50. Like it was split down the fandom, but the final results are 54% to 46%. Yes, we will see Maria again and I have to say that I concur with that I do believe we will see Maria again again to die to die to die because as I said in the last snack I do believe that Maria Maria is okay with Villanelle's fuck girl status for the sex and if there was six months of wooing on Villanelle's part y'all know she disappeared you know that she just ghosted a bitch. And Maria dealt with it. And she explained to her family and she's used to it. And so I think we will see her again because Villanelle will be like, Well, I left my favorite boots over here and I need right. those. And also, here's this tuning fork. But I'm because I'm still <laughs> holding on to the tuning fork. Maria's own tuning fork will kill her. But hopefully, she at least gives Maria one O, one last O before she takes her out. You know what just came to my mind? That line from the mask one last. <laughs> don't know why but same thing for Maria she's like can I just get one last oh before you get me with that two okay but yeah so we'll see we'll find out soon enough if we are correct and by we I mean those of us who say yes or if we're incorrect and Terrence and his cohorts are correct where they say no Maria is gone forever
0: Alright, this next spotted on Twitter Tumblr is from, it reads as, Molecules Off Emmy. And now, the name that she gave herself is I'm the Pet called Me <laughs> Which is a callback to the Emmy Pan can't forget that either. Which, oh. is, right, which is ridiculous. And it is uh, Rose McGowan. Um... I think
1: you probably need <laughs> to play that clip because I don't know if your description
0: All right. this I there's no way to describe this and do it justice. Okay, let's cue it up and play it really quickly. But you don't understand what is happening here. Speak! We yell! We march! We are here! What the fuck? <laughs> It, it's, it's essentially a mashup of lots of clips and it looks like really? it's the way that well, she right. it's, yeah, it's, she's, it's, her, she's, it's the way
1: her her, <laughs> her fist of power and solidarity
0: right. I am it's her joining the clown army is what it looks like no she's jo- she is gleefully
1: joining the clown army in this clip
0: she is flanked by killing Eve posters of series 3 oh my god it's decide. brilliant
1: and the, of course the caption read for the tweet it's the season 3 premiere day killing eve nation how are we feeling and this was the response and i <laughs> just gotta say i do love this fandom i do i really do
0: we are nuts but don't ever change don't really don't ever change
1: <laughs> all right so what have i got oh it's just a tweet i saw from a lady lover at multi shipper and she had retweeted some gifs from the first episode And the first gif is of Eve talking to Kenny, being like, I'm totally done with her. Done with that. Just end of story, Kenny. And below her is the gif of Villanelle giving her toast, saying, I am so much happier now that she's dead. And (laughs) the tweet read, Sure you are. These two are hilarious, but heartbreaking. (laughs) They miss each other so much. Soulmates, end of story. Period. Um, And that's that on that. I agree. That's that on that. Period. They're full of shit. They're lying. And it's so fucking ridiculous how obvious it is that they are desperate. Like, they have been starved. They have been starved of their favorite addiction for half a year. And they out here making all kinds of excuses. Eve is literally living in trash. She asked Villanelle to take her shoes off. And I got to tell you guys, I don't know if she would adhere to that. In her current apartment, which is saying something for Eve Palastre. And Villanelle's out here, can't even two-step. Now, I just need you guys to remember that she was able to find a piece of beat when she was dressed up as Constantine for his birthday. Happy birthday! Why can't she even do a piece of a waltz to add to a quarter of a salsa for Maria? I'll tell you why. Because love has left her heart. Love has left her life. And I actually think, side note, that's what would make Villanelle even more initially violent with Eve, because like she said, the parallel to Eve being wide awake is like, I've never had this before. I've never been this, not bored with someone. And so to have that and then to lose that and you took you, you, I mean, yes, Eve did it to herself, but also you Villanelle. And then to like live, knowing that your current life was a pale shadow in comparison to what you would live in six months prior. You can't let that person be alive and have any sense of, um, self-respect to decorum and not at least play pretend for a little while that you good which is why she can't let it be known to Eve that she's like Eve is out here a dirty hot mess and I'm here with a mansion and a rich bitch and literally everything I could ever want and I can't even shake my hip to this dance song for the woman I just married shameful Villanelle but anyway that was the tweet and I love the tweet
0: alright and this next tweet here comes from uh, sick berry, which is essentially, uh, the Killing Eve emojis at a glance where you get to see from series one, series two, and series three, oh, the I progression did that of the, uh, the little figurines that they add well, on the, end of the
1: emojis what stands out to me most is uh both of their hair is down and I'm just gonna say oh, in that thing? one screen <laughs> cap that we know from that one preview where Villanelle looks to be in a ballroom her hair is down her hair is down her hair is down so That freak out was just to say that I think we're getting our kiss and much more this season. Like, much may be extravagant, but is it? Is it? cow makeup contour! Her hair is down. Eve will see Villanelle with her hair down for the first time ever in season three. That's true. She has to. And if both bitches got their hair down at the same time, because think about Villanelle's state of mind when her hair is in a fucking bun. It's similar to Eve.
0: When her hair is in
1: a bun, she about the business. When it's down, she not about the
0: business. Something else to notice that is actually the very first comment that you'll see here with the hearts next to it. They're finally holding hands, (laughs) but they're
1: bound with their BDSM tie of love from the trailers or rather the teasers. But yeah, no, I'm into it. So I don't know how people can be feeling down about this season. Like, yeah, okay, they could have made Dasha's kill a little bit cooler. Yeah, okay, they killed Kenny. But also you guys, you guys, we are totally getting a fucking whatever. I'm prepared to die on this hill. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. I am prepared to go down on this hill. All right. Do I have any more spotted ons? Let me see. Oh, I won't even fully go into it. I'll just link it. It was an article I came across. And it was basically from Pop Sugar this week. And the title just made me say to myself, golly gee, finally someone in the journalist community seems to get it about Killing Eve. And the title was... Killing Eve is an engrossing portrayal of queerness, and that's exactly yes. what TV needs. Yes! 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 That's exactly what TV needs. And they got, look at the image. They got the first image. Will you give me everything I want? (laughs) Which, by the way, you guys, by the way, can we really be mad at Villanelle? I know I keep oscillating back and forth, but that's because I stand for both ladies. But I've said this before, I'm pretty sure that Eve did not keep her promise. And she has to, she has to atone for that. Because she for real, she for real to Villanelle's face. We saw it with the curvy knife. Will you give me everything I want? And Eve didn't even hesitate. Yes. 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 And literally in those ruins, Eve... Eve, I just want to make you spaghetti and just have you be mine forever. Can that happen? Can you come with me? Here's Eve. No. I'm sorry, Eve, could you repeat that into the mic? Say it with your chest. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) And not only that, I'm going to spin. I'm going to spin on my heels and I'm going to walk out and expect for nothing to happen to me. Ugh. But yes, I'm going to link this article for anyone who wants to read it because not only does it acknowledge the undeniable queerness of Killing Eve, shout out to our failed or canceled Lexicon panel due to the rona but hopefully we'll still be able to do that panel hopefully when season three has concluded and we have all the queer answers that we need right but they also gave appropriate props to sandra O. Oh, because a lot of articles out here like that ridiculous one i read earlier for the correction seem to not want to give all the props all the time to sandra O. Oh, but this article does and it's like she is irreplaceable she's immovable from the series in terms of what makes it great as is the queerness. They are running in tandem. And I would also say that with the adding of Paul and his chaotic queer ass to Carolyn's chaotic queer ass and to probably Helen. I don't know if she's going to be back on the show, but I just feel like the MI6 is a hodgepodge oh. of chaotic gay mm-hmm. messes. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, well, this makes sense because I would believe <laughs> I would <laughs> believe some killer gays, <laughs> some killer queers. I mean, Diane may some, some gay John well, to her, well, maybe. Oh, Diane?
0: Yeah, because right
1: I, I said that in the stack. I literally oh, okay. said to you, because remember Carolyn when she when she was walking in, she was talking that shit to her assistant about Diane. And so I said to you from that, from that moment, especially because what we know about Carolyn and what was implied with Julia Guglia, that her and Diane hooked up years ago. But because Carolyn is Carolyn Martin's with that walk and that talk, she ghosted essentially <laughs> Diane. <laughs> and she saw that bitch in the office like a week later and was just like, oh hello, Diane. <laughs> Didn't didn't have any fucks so diane has had smoke for carolyn since then which is why she's like carolyn you spend 400 whatever fucking pounds and carolyn's like what a girl lunch. you counted right. my pounds on lunch girl you could have covered me on that you could have covered me on that and i could have venmo you but no right. but no you want to play these games are you still are you still mad about what happened in, in lebanon No, i know we never got answers for lebanon i just want to point out again that helen said lebanon last season when she was reaming Carolyn out oh, for making sure her did. mistakes. And we don't know what happened in Lebanon. We just know it was bad. So I hope, actually, side note, I hope that that's what we get. We get a clue from Paul and everyone else when they're reading Carolyn the next episode of what she did in Lebanon. I hope it was at least partly gay. Anyways, that's it. That's it. Somebody wrote a, a nice in-depth article acknowledging the queerness of Killing Eve and I was happy to see it given all the shitty hot takes I usually see about this couple.
0: You know, that may have a lot to do with, I don't, I almost wanted to say with uh, someone finally using the queer lens to watch the series and it does seem like the article writer is queer and as usual
1: it helps to have (laughs) queer people critique queer things oh shit what a concept what what, what a a concept someone should I don't know fund someone should but whatever (laughs) what are we saying we don't know we're talking about oh yeah go ahead that was the end of my spotted
0: all right. Well, let's shout out and, and uh, give flowers to a Macari Madness for this amazing depiction of Christ appearing to Mary Magdalene. But it's... Uh, Ooh! Yes, it's I was like, how to put Adele. that on merch. Right, yes, this is yes. It's a beautiful. series. Yes,
1: yes. yes. Oh, sorry. That was loud and obnoxious. Um, But yes.
0: Yes, 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 yes. yes. I love it. Yes. <laughs> I would say if you guys don't know Macari Press Madness and you are Twitter people, just sort follow, of, follow that, that bitch. account. Yes. Every day, she, every
1: day she got some art and just shout to all you artists that create every day, especially in these times because Lord knows it's fucking hard to be creative in these times. And if you're one of those people that can't be, that's okay. You don't have to be like the rest of the class. Like, just chill and survive, really.
0: Right. Like <laughs> That's all not, you got to do. We're not trying to have you, like, slaving in that, uh, what was that, that stone cave or whatever Tony Stark was in when he made that first iron suit. I like, care what you... <laughs> what I'm saying is is that people operate under different, like, I guess, uh, pressures and environments. And if um, the a pandemic is not your zhuzh for... Uh, not your muse then then don't feel badly that you have the block that you have like mm-hmm, it'll mm-hmm. when it's ready the art will pour out you know what i mean so so just take it one day at a time or an hour at a time. Depending on your sleep schedule, you may have taken like four naps and it's still one day. And that's okay. One day. That's right. okay. Stress
1: and other things, anxiety, makes you tired. It's totally okay. I'm sorry. Did you have another spotted on? Or oh, was yeah. It too?
0: Um, I Was can, it my turn to go? I forget. I'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just... I actually
1: have one more spotted on I forgot about. Pretty simple. And it was a Twitter... A Twitter. It was a tweet I saw from your mom. And I was like... <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> perhaps for that MILF aficionados that seem to run amok in the Killing Eve fandom, it's just on brand. I, yeah, it's that. So the tweet says, okay, but Villanelle putting her hands in her pockets is my new sexuality. Yes. Hashtag Killing Eve. And so we have photos here of Villanelle from my favorite that fit outfit from yes. episode one, which is very reminiscent to the outfit she wore to Eve's place in episode five of season one. And then we have Villanelle standing in her wedding suit. Yes. And oh,
0: that was great. Oh, that we was have the great. preppy look, smell you the later. The preppy look from smell you later.
1: <laughs> Looked like a have a mustache dipped in some fudge. fudge. Oh, God, I will never, ever, 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 ever be over this scene. And I will love both Charlotte and Emerald to the end of time for writing and dressing Jody for this fucking scene. And the fact that she also did this after Eve was a petulant fucking bitch to her, right? And didn't give her anything she wanted. She was like, "You haven't praised me. You haven't cuddled me. You haven't." fondled me you haven't frisked me you haven't fought me you haven't done anything you've just been there over there muted so let me go visit your man but anyway and the last one is classic billy from the other side of the bridge in her striped long blazer and pants while she is performing, quite literally performing and preening for Eve with her accents. Like, which one do you want, babe? Right. <laughs> do you want this Eve, <laughs> And Eve tried Eve to tell like on, right? she right? wasn't impressed and turned on. I like she her. wasn't. What's her name? <laughs> now, you know, Eve wants to bring that into the bedroom. She's like, mm-hmm. okay, so do you cosplay in bed? And Villanelle, oh, you have no idea <laughs> how I role play in the bedroom, Eve. Um, short answer
0: yes, yes, ma'am, I role play. <laughs> I just want Villanelle to hear Eve speak another language. Just to hear no, it, any language—Korean, French, yet. Korean
1: or French. We know she's working with Korean. We don't know that Eve knows French, but I'm just saying, invent it, make it make sense. We invented Dasha. We invented the wedding. We can invent some French. Candace doesn't need to ask questions about why Eve speaks French. She just needs to know that she does it, and that Villanelle can hear it and melt.
0: That's all. All right, my next spotted on is—I uh, guess we're on Earth 22 with for this one, uh, Chen Chen chino ghost race no because <laughs> this name Chinchino, like you go ch- ch- uh, has decided to uh showcase her uh her home that she built in Animal Crossing and it's an estate it's not like I have like this Tent that I'm living in because I haven't bought a home yet. Wow, homes are expensive, and like you, when you get married, so
1: I don't know, but it it sounds too close to real life for me to actually have.
0: It is debt. I mean, I like it. you're debt forever, but you can hope that maybe you'll visit your friends like island, and they have like extra things that they can sort of help you like you know progress in the game but you know she has her couple they are holding hands and they're hoisting their flag their island the villainy flag. flag. Yes. is that the isle of lesbos
1: <laughs> i hope so in this world what is it called
0: animal crossing animal crossing i feel like
1: i see memes about it but i'm always just like is it sims but like with
0: brats doll things uh, so i want to say sort of but i haven't seen people do vi- violent things like how you could probably like kill off a sim i don't think you can do that with like these people you can murder your Sims. That's <laughs> right. I feel like that happens. Like, no, it does. It right. does. I I obviously removed it from my brain and it just re entered. Like, oh, wow, <laughs> that's
1: dark. That's real dark.
0: Uh, so it's like the Nintendo filter on Sims where it's like, yes, have the fun, but you know, not too much fun. It's not striking vipers. It's just you build. A- wow, <laughs> you just, no, it's not. You just, you know, you you build, you craft so you can have your couple and then like you're crafting you. Here's my workbench. Here's, here's maybe they'll let you do like a, a she shed extension to your home. But like, again, all that costs money, but like you can at least build things. Like you can build your own bed if you want. Like there's a lot of, you know, DIY in this game, which is what Mm. a lot of people like about it. But I thought that was cool. My island is Palastria. I don't know how to help you guys find it. But I will find a way so you can visit and give me, like, fruit and things because I need it. Because I only have pears and peaches. Oh, so, yeah. So, if if peaches are expensive on your island, you can come to my island and then I'll just... Let you pick from my trees for free. This
1: all sounds mad, mad, (laughs) mad. But
0: I'm so glad so
1: many people are having fun in this fake reality where you pay bills. But Sorry, if I got to pay bills, bitch, like, am I paying in seashells? Like, can I find the currency for my bills on my land? Like, you know, year one? Does it work like that? Can I cultivate my bills being paid from my plot of land?
0: Yeah, like you can comb your beaches and then whatever you find. Comb my beaches? Right.
1: I want, I want... Jewels and diamonds, Terrence. Can I find diamonds on my land? Can I get gold?
0: Oh, uh, you probably need... I'm talking us. about Mother Africa. Can I get those <laughs> those things? You may need something to Some help oil? you sophisticated, like, like, you start out with, like, shabby tools that you're making yourself to dig and find things. So you may need to get better See, DIY recipes that so that you can be able to chip into certain rocks that you couldn't before with your flimsy shovel and your flimsy axe and be able to like chop all the way through to get to like, you know, the I good mean, granite I in the like middle. just feel
1: if I'm on the wrong landmass, I'm just wasting my damn time. I'm like, can I select
0: uh, the landmass of Africa
1: so that I have the best <laughs> opportunity
0: There's a lot of, of having some right. shit? There's a lot of people who restart the game depending on what their first island looks like. And they're like, no, I don't like any of these. And they'll keep doing it until they get what they feel is the most optimal... Like setting, where it's oh. like, all right, I got some mountain, I got some beach, I got some. See, I'm a
1: completionist, so I probably wouldn't do that, which would annoy me. Like, I would be like, no, I have to cultivate and make this island better.
0: But that's that's what I'm not in the game. I can already <laughs> sense it giving me stress, and I don't. Well, that's don't why some that. people are like, you know, you should um open your borders and let people visit your island. My island's not clean yet. Like, I have so much random like uh, crabgrass, and like I don't need people coming and judging. I can't about, right, because I, I have can't. to make sure my whole island is up to stuff before I like have people visit. Like what's with all these trees? They don't do anything. And it's like, okay. in my home, like I have things just thrown all willy nilly because I don't have a big enough house to like mount things on the walls and have things be as organized as I want it to be. But it's because I'm in debt. So I can't extend all my house until I pay off the debt for the upgrade I already got. So like, it's, I'm in a, it's like a work of progress. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a <laughs> it lot. It sounds like a lot. But in the name of Palastria, I just need to have this island be great just for its namesake. And in the island of
1: Palastria.
0: And then you can um, buy designs that people make. So like that flag, I could probably buy that design from them and then put it on a T-shirt. I wouldn't
1: make Palastria. I would make the Amazons. That that would be that would be me. I'm like, can I just have an aisle of bitches who know how to fight and be deadly? And just intercommune with each other.
0: Oh, I don't know if anyone's made a dojo. And are immortal! I like the idea of making a dojo on the island. Where it's like, oh, we thought about learning to forage for food, but we'll do that through violence. (laughs) Exactly, through (laughs) violence.
1: Well, I don't have any more spotted on, Oh, so,
0: um, I... What is next? Oh, I'll just do this very last one from Reddit, where someone decided to do a pencil sketch of... Uh, well, this looks like a scene from a uh, series two. Do psychopaths feel emotions? Uh, this is Villanelle as Billy, but done in pencil. Oh, that is very well done. Wait, I misspoke. I said Villanelle as Billy. It's not Villanelle as Billy, it's Villanelle in Amsterdam. You misspoke, and I heard that, and I let it fly. So, we it's both to- right, it's Villanelle in Amsterdam and looking in the mirror.
1: Well, it's still a very, very beautiful drawing.
0: You can see, yeah, sort of the emotion just pouring out of her face and her. In almost disbelief that she's feeling it like she's really looking at herself experience this thing like so it's not all sepia, all seppy all the time it's not mm, this mm-hmm. that there's this this color that could fade away like this feeling could go <laughs> away if eve is These not with me really feeling. indeed and that is that will do it for me and uh spot on twitter tumblr all right well that brings us over to favorite line of the week favorite line of the week dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Uh, So, uh, I had to give my favorite line to to Kenny since, you know, I don't know when I'll be able to, well, not when, but I don't think I've often given him favorite line and, you know, this will be one of his last... He's not had that in many the right opportunities. Right, no, right. So I just wanted to be able to highlight him in the scene I thought was hilarious. So this is my favorite line with Kenny Talking to Eve. Cool, let's play it. You
1: still in touch with her. Oh god, no. I'm totally done with her. Done with that. It's end of story. I was gonna say Nico.
0: <laughs> 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 like I was uh mm, I meant uh, Eve. Oh, Eve. Uh. Eve. <laughs> oh, Eve. Yeah, my right. Eve.
1: <laughs> A mess. All right. So let me go to my favorite line of the week. Okay, so my favorite line of this week comes from one of my favorites. In fact, my third favorite, because my women, Eve, they have the top spot. But number two for who has most interested me in the show is, of course, Carolyn Martins. And damn, did she deliver some one-liners this episode? <laughs> I'm back now with bells on
0: so we can hear you coming Yo! <laughs>
1: oh, I would end it there we're always like but this, it, aren't she we? keeps going yes, yes we are <laughs> now listen I understand your feeling see he's she touching her again take 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 your hands off the shoulder and Carolyn I'm so sorry about the whole office debacle they told me I had to take yours as it was closer to the department I doubt that's
0: I, it. I don't even know where my office
1: is <laughs> her authentic like bitch I don't even know where my office is honestly I don't give a fuck Paul enjoy so that was my <laughs> favorite line because Andre. alright so I think if we're done there that means we get to final takes this is the end guys well almost the end
0: I am now of the mindset that if what we got in the premiere app is not the literal first two minutes that whatever the first two minutes are if not those minutes are gonna drive everybody insane i'm talking about like the way how
1: the two minutes well let's play the two minutes because we haven't played it yet and we said we would are you referring to constantine and villanelle right all right well let's cue it up villanelle sees a note from dasha on the counter she comes into her new flat Way more rooms than the Paris flat. Way more rooms. Constantine really got some nerve laying on her bed with his outside clothes nice on. Nice place. Right. No. Oh, yes.
0: No. No. Get his no? ass, get his ass.
1: No, stop! <laughs> <laughs> well, you do not get to come here without an invitation anymore! Fine,
0: fine. Can I please come to see you?
1: Yes! Right. I hope it was in his nevers. His franken beans. Get his ass, Bill. Oh, God. Oh, I missed you. <laughs> you were good. You know, that's why he back Haven't in the game. Because he fucked up. I'm moving up in the world. <laughs>
0: Really? They're making me a keeper. <laughs> who told you that? Dasha. Dasha? Mm-hmm. You trust Dasha after what she did to you? I trust her more than I trust you. You always said you were going to kill her. If I killed everybody who betrayed me, there would be nobody left. Oh, no. Oh, I had no, no choice No, I hope your family was worth it. That's up for
1: debate. Wow! Wow, Constantine!
0: Constantine! Oh, that's up that's for, debate. Not even the I real for first, debate. I mean I feel like usually the two minutes, it's whatever is right before the title card. But they're
1: not saying that. Right. This time they're saying sneak peek episode two. So I'm still gonna hold on to the first opening episode or opening scenes rather, have to deal with Kenny being dead. And Constantine being revealed that he is at that function. Whatever Carolyn says, whatever she intonates, because whatever fucking fire, whatever planet, which is the one we're on, she intends to burn down. She is going to be given off those burn it all down vibes yep. at the funeral. Which is probably why her assistant in that one thing in the car is like, I'm scared for the life of myself, for my fellow citizens, (laughs) Ah! (laughs) for everybody, because she could combust. And so if Constantine, especially because, we know, Constantine has known Carolyn and been in her space since the 70s. So realistically and theoretically, he's seen her flex at different levels to know how dangerous is Carolyn and perhaps decide to hedge his fucking bets to be like. The 12 is more dangerous, and that's what I want to be in with and potentially get some signs at the funeral that's like, uh uh-oh. I made
0: the wrong Uh call.
1: (laughs) I should have been on Carolyn's side because I just don't know why are you back in Villanelle's fucking space, Constantine, unless you're on your fuck shit. There is no reason for you to be in Villanelle's space. There is no reason for you to be like, can I visit you? Why? Do we remember what he said? Villanelle was sad after Costine was like, yeah, but you're not my family. You're not my family. And she's like, yeah, because mine are dead. Oh, thank you for rubbing that in. You know, I'm going to get you. I'm going to find you and your family. Here's Constantine. I don't think so. (laughs) No, you won't. And he walks by only to show up in this girl's loft laying on her bed with his outside clothes on. To be like, oh, hey. I'm just glad they had Villanelle hitting him with stuff. And of course, Jodi always gives the great performances, but that like crack in her voice, she's like, you do not, you cannot just come here uninvited without an invitation. And I think that is an authentic peek into Villanelle's real struggle this season, which is like, where is my agency? Her lying to herself with her hubris about, I got this all under control when she didn't care who she was killing, like that guy in Berlin where he was like, why are you doing this to me? She's like, bitch, I have no idea. Da, 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 da. <laughs> where now she's like, I kind of want to have an idea. I kind of want to know what this is connecting to. And so it's no longer cool for Constantine to just play his games. And I like that Villanelle showed that with how she expressed, hey, not without my consent, because this is not the relationship we have anymore. And so I, I'm really excited to get to episode two because I just don't know what this motherfucker is going to say out his mouth. Like, what else could he say except spinning lies? about Carolyn and Eve. That's the only option he has to get her to trust him in any... Well, I'm going to say Villanelle will never trust Constantine again,
0: truly, but partially,
1: maybe. Temporarily. Situationally.
0: Uh, yeah, the sneak peek versus the first two minutes. Whatever I... Just hammering in, whatever these two minutes are that they feel like they can't even give us a, an inkling, a hint of, whatever is right before the title card is going to just... It's going to just throw everything just off. I mean, like, well, we already, like, trend when the episode is Mm -hmm. out. But, Mm -hmm. like, whatever people walk into the episode thinking or knowing, whether that means it's a face we see of Caroline. Maybe it's a line. Like, if you think that you are above. Right. Like, whatever it is. Like... Like the same way how we got Eve saying, you know, I'm going to find whatever it is that she loves and I'm going to kill her. I, want, I feel like killing her with my bare hands It's going to be some sort of escalated or stern, just a, a line. And it's probably going to be like merch, whatever it is. <laughs> no, I agree.
1: <laughs> Carolyn's definitely going to say something. And she's always so good with the double entendres and like allegories and things she's doing that I just... I'm literally outside of whatever fuck shit Villanelle and Eve could be doing to get them back in each other's way. I'm most looking forward to Carolyn and Constantine's interaction and my eventual hours of musing that will come from just how does Fiona Shaw play this? How does she do the little nuanced thing? And how does Kim Bodnia respond? And what are they implying with their performances? Because we know that's going to be happening. And I fully expect to find the evidence Of what I believe to be true of Constantine having some involvement with how Kim Bodnia plays his interaction with Carolyn and Eve and potentially Geraldine at this funeral. Like, what does it look like? Is there any overtones of guilt
0: happening? Oh, I anytime I hear him doing his hearty laugh, I'm thinking that's him deflecting like always the same way. That's probably
1: true. Yeah, he does deflect a lot with the laugh. I'm thinking of Eve in the car.
0: Right. When they were like,
1: that's enough. I, I said said was, was I got it. I said it. said said was was <laughs> I I it. It's It's done. <sighs> But yeah, that's my final take too. that sort of on par with yours this past episode. What happens in the early part will be of note and further indicate the course of the season and what we can expect from Eve on Eve's side. I expect her to be fully immersed in the bitter pill to a certain extent. And I, I mean, I know you said Paul probably was in the spa job. But I'm just like, why is he staring about her like this? Like, why is he staring at Eve in this suspicious way? Why is he blowing smoke in her face? And why is he leaving her messages? It could just be he's running the bitter pill. And he wants to get revenge for Kenny or some sort of justice for Kenny. I saw your hashtag Justice for Gemma and I did want to fight you over that. You said it was for Nico Hive, and that's that's fine. I beat it. But <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, why do I see this Justice for Gemma <laughs> hashtag? What is going on? I think it's gonna ramp up. And since I now believe that they fight in episode three, it's gotta get it has to keep rising to a fever pitch. And so episode two is just the next step in that to show how. We get to the manic panic we've seen in the thing where Carolyn's a mess, Eve is a mess. Well, she's been a mess. Villanelle's a mess, and she too has been a mess. But everyone else joining, the handlers joining, that's unprecedented. Like the handlers are supposed to be calm. But the handlers this season don't look like they have any decorum left. So not a good prognosis. We relied on Carolyn having it in hand last season. And same with Constantine. Eve and Villanelle were spinning off their bullshit, just like spinning into chaos. But here's Cal in the back, like, I know everything's going according to plan. Everything is working out perfectly. It's fucking fine. I got you in check, Constantine. Got you, 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 you. This season, it's done. And not only is it done, everybody around Carolyn is like, you have fallen off. You have gotten messy. And I have to imagine that in the past 20 years or 30 years she's never gotten reprimanded like what is about to
0: happen in this next episode and that puts me in a well maybe this could get cut out after but this puts me in a place of why create this friction and this catalyst to step into the mess that will eventually be episodes 2 through 8 when we had enough of a catalyst at the end of series two to two. literally continue a story where things are still revved up where people are still emotional oh, if you need a Dasha sure. Dasha could have probably found Dasha could as she was leaving the ruins to be like hmm,
1: some I things never change care. or whatever I like I think and it's like we were saying before with Suzanne like maybe it's partly formula and how you feel comfortable in writing because some people just have styles and ways they rather tell a story and I mean I don't know we're gonna see but I feel like the flashback is gonna be it's gonna be the move Oof. It's going to be something that happens frequently enough, especially since we know from Sally that Sean Delaney is coming back. And so I'm like, that's either as a hallucination, a dream or a flashback. And then I'm going to be mildly mad to very mad that Kenny couldn't be alive to say those lies. I'm just like, fuck. And in that flashback, is there Elena? I know. I'm desperate. I and want I'm her sorry. to be too.
0: I'm desperate and I'm sorry. At least the voicemail. Just <laughs> don't be a dick. Eat like something. Maybe she'll wake up out of her sleep we'll hearing never Elena get it. say, Well We'll never get dick. it.
1: I'm sorry, but you know we'll never get it.
0: It would be nice if we did, though.
1: You know what? We need to keep putting it in the air in case because of the Rona. Like we said, I think we said this last time Elena has a piece of day
0: left <laughs> just like show up. <laughs> right.
1: Just, come on, Laura. New writer. Make it happen. Make it happen. If Eve and Villanelle are still alive, then Elena can pop in and say something clever.
0: There's, not, there's no way possible that an Elena can receive the word that Kenny is deceased and not want to reach out to either Carolyn her idol or her friend Eve like this, just it's not possible it's Even- not
1: possible because Carolyn was her idol and Eve was her work friend for years so yes agreed but it all depends on the people involved on what they think is actually most important or really important to the story and then will they pay or go through the steps to get it done and so mm. I think Elena Hive might just be us and a few more
0: people <laughs> on the internet <laughs> We'll keep it alive. I, I definitely will keep it alive. I'm
1: good with that. You guys, I just got sent a funny piece of art from one of our listeners, Learned Hand. And it says Killing Eve Party, and it's a dead party. And at the party, as you might imagine, are all the people Villanelle killed. And what's pissing me off is Kenny with his bloody ears is in the back. Really? But that's You'd a- have to hurt me like that. But also, I believe it in a certain kind of sense, <laughs> especially because it's just like who died on killing Eve, who lost their life right. because Gemma is right there. OK. And they didn't even give Gemma eyes, which is rude. <laughs> so amongst the people dead. Oh, my God. Who's hanging from? The, is that Fustuk? Who's, that, who's up there? Is that Fat Panda? I think that's Foustouk. That's him. And then Eve is on the floor in a corner with Villanelle visibly sweating because it's drawn in. And she's saying, you're not supposed to be here, Eve. And here's melodramatic Eve on the floor. Who says I want to be alive? <laughs> anyway, my heart got a bullet. <laughs> i have to link that. That was hilarious. And, oh, I think we also got a quick email from Fleur, who reports that she's still inconsolable about Kenny. Mm. Mm -hmm. same same gave us the last name Stoughton, presumably his dad's last name thank you we addressed that earlier in the episode this
0: is middle name i'm gonna call him alfie
1: (laughs) oh kenny alfie yeah kenneth alfie like it's such a it's such a british name kenneth alfie Stoughton. i just feel like it's where's the third like that's all that's missing
0: after that he is survived by his mother carolyn Martin.
1: yes She makes a comment that she doesn't know if Eve thinks she's at rock bottom. She told Kenny she was fine, and she still thinks she and Nico can work things out. And there's several dots, several (laughs) ellipses combined in the parentheses. And adds that it's really easy to convince yourself that you're fine even when you're not, in fact, fine. That she knows this from experience, and girl, me too. Me too. She continues that I think she's in denial about how bad her situation is personally. Um, yeah, that's sort of it. I think I might have expressed something like that last snack. I don't know if you did, but I don't. Like, I think Eve is at rock bottom. Right, but... I, I, Whether or not she knows that she's at rock bottom, I feel like, again, a woman who was like, take off your shoes, whose house was not a cesspool of trash, should realistically, with her upbringing, look at her place, look at the moving paper wrapper that's on her dresser and know that it, this, is, this is bottom. But the reason why I don't think she cares that she's at the bottom is because she wants to be there like she wants to be in the dumpster she's like no this is this is bad not really showering not cleaning not sweeping no longer care about the shoes no longer care about dirt this is bottom but perhaps the catalyst to drive her from the bottom of the sea floor doesn't come until kenny drags her literally with his corpse just upsetting she also shouts out elena defense squad yes forever oh she also mentions that for carolyn's new boss dude that the she'll be sad if this means we don't get more of helen yes we've talked right. about hell in this episode I agree I like the way she threw her Pringles she looks like she has those kind of outbursts and I would like to see that with Carolyn's usually calm chaotic energy to her right. not calm chaotic energy oh she also reports that she found a good natural deodorant great I didn't think they existed I thought it was like unicorns um, No, because
0: I was like stuck with my natural and I was like groceries Schmidt's lavender and sage
1: she says you know it's what? awesome do that
0: I made Amazon
1: and see what's, do what's that. going on do with it that. report back And she says that she doesn't think Eve wants to be around people. It's not that she wants trash necessarily, but that she just does not want to be around people and have to be polite and social and whatnot. I definitely agree 100% with the latter half. I don't know about you, but I do believe she wants to trash out. I don't know that's me. I believe that Eve wants to swim literally inside the trash in her apartment because there's no excuse.
0: I, I feel like it's a <laughs> weird combination of offensive-defensive where it's like it's trashy because you, it's hard to sneak up on somebody if you don't know there's Oh, here chips, you go again. There's plastic rappers on the floor. Like, this, there's it's just no way. So
1: instead of locking the door, she just leaves wrappers. <laughs> I can't. I, I fucking can't. Oh, here's a question. She asked, do you think that Nico was put in a facility? Facility just to discredit him about Gemma, because I thought he actually did have a breakdown and needed to be there. There was that one tiny deleted scene in season two where you saw his crazy eyes through the whole
0: in the story. Yeah, I True. do remember that. I
1: saw the way she said crazy eyes. But they were and I crazy saw it, no, eyes. I viscerally saw it in my head from the episode. Maybe it's a combination of both. I feel like Nico is a loser and he would try to tell somebody. Gemma yes. didn't kill herself. And they'd be like, "Of course, <laughs> she lock didn't. that bitch up. Right. Lock him up. He needs help. Whatever the British equivalent of Bellevue is. <laughs> right. Double the dosage. Electroshock. <laughs> electroshock therapy. And of course, somebody visiting him like, Nico, you need to get on the page. Get on the page, which is the MI6 page. Because the page that you're trying to be on will just land you in the asylum for the rest of your life.
0: I mean, do you want this lobotomy to go as scheduled or are you going to play nice? Oh, Oh, really? She also mentions that before Kenny fell, there was a gunshot
1: that Eve heard. I completely missed that on my rewatches. I did not hear a gunshot. Perhaps I kept screaming or making noises at the time it was happening. That is brand new. So, so did we just, so then how could they say it was a suicide according to that review we read? So there was a
0: gunshot?
1: Yeah. Um, TBD. We're going to have to come back to this. Yeah. I'm, so, I'm literally just reading the message as we're closing out the snack. So I'm like, we'll just have to address it next time we're back here. But that's interesting because I, I rewatched it today and I,
0: I, I missed it. it. I fucking missed it. All right. So he was shot and then fell off the roof, or was he pushed off? But then I'm
1: like, how do you fake suicide? Like, why push him off the roof if he was shot? I have to revisit this. Interesting. Thank you for letting us know. And says you can see the bullet hole when he's on the ground. I think I was. I just saw blood out the ears. I saw blood out the ear as well.
0: I would think that's blunt force impact from that's what I thought. That's what I
1: thought. That the blood force impact led to the bleeding of the ears. But now I got to revisit the whole thing. But it could be I missed that stuff because I wasn't really trying to stare at Kenny's dead body. There's that. There is, yeah, there's-, there's that. There's um, that. Okay. She filling us on Sleepy Hollow. Oh, Nicole Bahari got done dirty on that one for real. Oh, gosh. This final comment that she doesn't care that the Amazon guy doesn't want Amazon to sell dildos because you should never buy sex toys on Amazon.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> they are essential, of course, but buy them from a reputable seller.
0: This right. has been a PSA. Well D- depending I mean, on your town, if you have a, a local sex shop that you do frequent and already trust and enjoy, it, then sure. Get Amazon is Walmart. They Amazon
1: are. is Walmart because I feel like they got the most basic dildos and like vibrators and stuff because a lot of independent companies are the ones innovating with newer shapes and things and whatever, whatever. So they're Walmart. So realistically, if you're in a pinch and these pandemic Times or pinch times. I think when you hit the essential item category and you're like, I need this to do it. You're looking at that two day prime like it's going to save your life. Now, I don't know if two day prime is a reality in the pandemic because you go on Amazon and the dates look all kinds of ways for stuff you can order. But she's right about the dildos. I saw a little documentary about Adam and Eve and some of these other places. What's that one that's really popular but really cheap? Doc Johnson's?
0: That's not right. I don't think I know Dr. Johnson's, but also are they like a franchise uh, sex no, shop? No, it's like
1: a, well, not a sex shop, like sex maker. They're really popular for making dildos. I saw a little documentary where they were talking about making hundreds of dildos a day. And I was like, who's buying a hundred dildos a day? Like, I really was just sort of curious about the data behind why we need this many dildos. Because was a bunch of Mexican immigrant workers and they were packing their dildos all happily. And I was like, this is, I was like, these women are probably majority Catholic. They all go to Sunday Mass, and they out here packing these dildos, and I just wonder. And I would say that sex toys are not one-size-fits-all, and one-size-fits-all is generally what you get on Amazon, which is probably not the best idea, let alone their shitty ethics. So if you go right to—I mean, we live in New York, so we actually have a a bunch of sex shops that are like little boutiques, like (laughs) fucking— And you go there with a date and you're like, hey, so let's shop for our party favors, Babe Lind. And there's actually, I don't know if you've been to that indie one in Williamsburg, but it's like a little thing and they have like sex positivity classes and some really wild stuff in there, but it's very queer friendly. Oh, it is. That's why I mention it. But yeah, so I agree with Fleur. Like, if you can get your sex toys, not off Amazon, do it. But if you are hard up and looking for that prime and, and sending a, a wish, a hope, and a prayer that it comes in two days, I, too, understand that energy and why you'd be like, well, just give me the basic, the most basic thing. Because does it move? Does it do something? That's great. Okay. <laughs> I get it. These desperate times call for desperate measures. But thank you for writing in, Fleur, as always, to share your thoughts about the snack. We so appreciate it.
0: And before um, our outro, I just want to give a special thanks to, uh, Hungary, Taiwan, Finland, (laughs) Singapore, Hong Hong, Kong, the Philippines. Mexico. So Russia, thank France, France, the whole country. Canada, Great Britain, South America, and North America. We love you. Wow. <laughs> we thank you. I wasn't prepared for that country
1: rundown because <laughs> I felt I thought it was gonna be something else. But you're like,
0: Oh these countries. Right. Hello. We thank you for um, listening and for watching Ciao. the show. Um We hope that you uh, continue to watch Killing Eve because we think it's amazing, and we hope that you are getting everything you want, even if it doesn't sound like we are. But we're just we are we we are, but we aren't
1: at the same time.
0: It's complicated. It's complicated.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's complicated, like the relationship between our our murder ladies.
0: A reminder that you can reach out to us at Hey You Guys, all one word at wellwellvilano our Insta is well, well, Villanelle, And our Twitter, if you are about it, about it, is WellVillanelle. <laughs> as you know, we are recording out of New York City. We are essentially trauma Level 1. Uh, support the Patreon in our show notes and cop some merch. It helps us with the transition from public to private transportation as along with other uh, necessities.
1: In keeping with the times, I feel like I should play us out to another one of those Rona ditties we've heard. Because they're everywhere, achoo, achoo. and I'm like, it's a cough. <laughs> oh well, there we go. <coughs> Ooh, got coronavirus. Um, I also want to remind you guys that. We are going live these days Every time a new episode airs So this Sunday, if you feel like hanging out With us while we do stuff And watch the show and talk that shit And workshop ideas for before we record um, Just head on over To our social media Just before the show's about to air We usually do it um, Maybe about a half hour before the show goes live We may go earlier if we're streaming episodes Prior to then But we will be live on our Instagram On our Twitter slash Periscope on Twitch and wherever else we might go. We've not done Facebook yet because we ultimately don't care, but we might. We might. Yeah, one day. We'll see. One day. And we'll link this coronavirus up If you want to bust a move. Ooh bitch. Ooh, bitch, you, you got, got coronavirus. coronavirus. Ooh, shit, you, you got, got coronavirus. coronavirus. I like his his knee work right there. I, <laughs> <ain't
0: gonna laughs> I sent this to my mama. Ooh,
1: she was like, probably kidding. I was like, yeah, it's a... Just dance it <laughs> up, ma. We ah. Ooh, wee. I know it has foul language, but it's good. Anyways, that's it. That's it. Um, <laughs> Those are all my contributions. It is 7 a.m. in the morning. Oh, my last brain cell. No, look at it. It was burnt by the sun. My last brain cell was burnt by the sun that is high in the sky. Might as well be fucking noon. It feels like we. I'm done. It's been a minute since I've been this roasted and toasted because usually Gentleman Jack Crack cooks me this way where I'm just, I've been reading and researching for like 12 hours straight. And now
0: again, with the embargo lifted, you dove uh, into all of those articles. I did dive into all those articles. It takes a toll.
1: Between that and then the moving stuff today, I'm done.
0: Oh, I God. was doing man's work in <laughs> case anyone was curious right.
1: I'm sorry this is that Jack Crack podcast I'm like man's work but if you guys can read in between the lines y'all know what man's work is and I was doing it
0: but yeah let's, let's be out this bitch alright until Sunday evening guys here's hoping you get killed by a woman and you guys Eve is gonna show just how much of a fucking top she is in episode 3
1: where she fucking jumps on Bill down that bus and hot. I cannot wait bye guys (laughs) (laughs) it's like totally murder